This is Hallway Chats, where we talk with some of the unique people in and around WordPress. Together, we meet and chat with folks you may not know about in our community. With our guests, we'll explore stories of living and of making a living with WordPress. Today's show is brought to you in part by Liquid Web. We sure know that there's a lot of choice when it comes to hosting your WordPress site. Liquid Web is the managed WordPress partner you've been waiting for. Whether you're a business owner, an agency, or a freelancer, Liquid Web has you covered when it comes to performance, uptime, and ease of site management. And one of the things we love most? When your content goes viral, Liquid Web doesn't charge you more for huge spikes in traffic. Transparent pricing, no surcharges. Liquid Web is offering Hallway Chats listeners 33% off for the first three months. Go to liquidweb.com and use the coupon code HALLWAYCHATS, all one word, to sign up. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 10. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today, we're excited to have with us Kyle Brown. Kyle consults with business owners to help them learn how to use processes and software to become more efficient, to scale, increase profits, or just free up time so they have the freedom to do what they want. Hi, guys. Thanks. Hi, for Kyle. Having- Thanks for joining us today. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, what you do, and uh, what keeps you busy. Sure. Uh, so, as you guys stated, my name is Kyle Brown. I, um, I was born and raised in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Um, the intro was pretty accurate. Uh, most of the time I've spent, uh, during the day, I spend most of my time consulting um, with government agencies or um, uh, enterprise companies and some small businesses, uh, helping them with processes uh, and, and ways to become more efficient in running their businesses from day to day. That is awesome. So within that day-to-day search for efficiencies, tell us about how you use WordPress and how you help your clients use and take advantage of WordPress. Okay, so um, I maybe left out a little bit of what I do. Uh, okay, as, feel free to fill in the gaps. I will. I will. You know, as an entrepreneur, you know, you kind of uh, are are involved in a lot of things, sometimes probably too many things. Um, The portion of my time that is heaviest dedicated to consulting is uh, mostly, you know, during the day. Um, In in night and evenings, uh, and sometimes during the day, as time permits, I will uh, I also work very closely with uh, the WordPress uh, community, um, and this this kind of started a few years back. You know, I was using WordPress in the early days when it was when it was a baby, when it when it had just been ported into becoming WordPress, um, and I always used it as a user, uh, making web pages, that kind of thing. And that was a while ago, but as over the last few years. I've watched this ecosystem kind of grow and evolve, and there's businesses coming out of it. There's services coming out of it. There's all of these all of these great things coming out of the WordPress community. So I started mm-hmm. looking at opportunities there to apply some of the things that I had learned uh, in the uh, 
the, the, the corporate world, the consulting world. Uh, so one of the things that I started to do was, um, you know, we put a, we being my, my company, we put a couple of plugins out into the ecosystem. And uh, we also put together a service. The name of that service is uh, WP SAS. It's a tier one support outsourced for uh, WordPress business owners. And essentially that just means that we provide the tier one support for plug-in business owners so that they can uh, spend that time developing their business, marketing their business, growing their business. So you provide support for plug-in developers, not for uh, WordPress website builder clients. So yes, yes. Primarily, the, so the, our, our, our clients are uh, companies that have uh, developed software or developed WordPress plugins that serve a purpose and sometimes themes. Okay. Uh, and we, they use you generally what would happen is they take care of their own support, either the developer themselves or the designer themselves who owns the business, or they'd hire, they go through the pain of hiring someone and having them do it. Well, we take all of that, um, uh, headache away from the business owner and we have a productized model where we charge a, a tiered rate, um, for uh, a small business, it's very effective because it scales with the business. And, you know, it gives the business owner the opportunity to step away from providing support. And uh, we kind of handle that portion of it for them. Mm. So that's interesting then. Do you, do you then take the plug-in, if you take on a new client, do you take the plug-in and go away and study it and figure out how it works and get guidance from the, the developers to get an understanding of what typical issues they will encounter so that you're able to provide that support? Absolutely. We, you know, what, what we do um, is, is sit down with, what we do here is, is no different than what I did uh, in, the, in the corporate world. Uh, in, in the past, um, you know, you sit down, each client is different. You learn not only about the product itself. We definitely take the time to learn about the product itself, what it does, what it doesn't do, what some of the issues are, anything that the company slash business owner has learned since they've made the pub, uh, plug-in available to the public. And we take all of those things and we build systems around those things so that we can uh, you know, provide that same level of support that the business owner, him or herself would support, uh, provide. Um, another thing that we do too, which is kind of, um, not talked about much is the tone of the company, the vision of the company, the, the, uh, the, the idea, the way the company thinks and how they present themselves to the public. We also study those things as well, uh, generally mm -hmm. just through interviewing, the business owner and working with the business owner for a short period of time before we, or before my team would actually just, just take over as much of it as the business owner wanted us to take over. That's really interesting. And it seems important. Yeah. I, I, that's something I don't think I would have thought of on the first round of, of, of doing, but that makes a lot of sense. And it kind of leads us on to our next question, Kyle is speaking of vision and tone. One of the questions we like to talk about is a definition of success. So what is your definition of success, whether it's personal or prof professional definition or, I'm sorry, personal 
success, professional success, however you define that? Uh, that's a very good question. And I think about that quite frequently. Uh, where I'm at now in my career and my life is that uh, success to me means having the freedom to do uh, what you want to do uh, and when you want to do it versus what you have to do. That is my idea of success. Yeah, we hear that pretty frequently. Where would you say that you are on that journey? Uh, I'd say that I am have put a significant number of hours in (laughs) (laughs) toward reaching that. But I will say two things. Uh, One is that, uh, you know, it's... I'm always listening, always learning, always trying new things. And I don't think that's ever going to stop. I think that's just, you know, as an entrepreneur, really just in life in general. Uh, So a portion of it will always be happening. Um, I feel like as far as WordPress goes, WordPress is a very interesting, at least to me, is a very interesting ecosystem because before WordPress, I looked at a lot of other opportunities uh, to, you know, be a uh, to to get a product out into the into the world, and I tried uh, several different things, failed at a lot of things, which I'm actually very proud of now because I learned a tremendous amount from all of those failures. Um, the, the thing that with WordPress is very unique to me is that it it kind of it, it answers it presents itself as this thing that you can find a place for yourself in and contribute uh, and, you know, make the world a better place by contributing to a community while also potentially making a living. And that's something that's talked about a lot and discussed a lot, but I've, very rarely do you see it actually, at least in my experience, I've never really seen it manifest the kind of way I see it happening in this in this WordPress community. So. I'd say I say all that to say that I feel like I am I am very close to being uh, at that place of success. Um, I think that I am there. Uh, I am really there already. But uh, you know, we have this. We all humans have this way of um, always thinking we need to do something else, or always thinking there's something else that's down the road. So I think I'm there. I think I'm there already. Um, and you know, WordPress itself is going to help, uh, is going to help keep me there. Maybe that's the way I should put it. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've put a lot of work and thought into it. Um, how do you keep it all together? I mean, you're, you're, you've started this other business while, while working another job, um, must be hard at times. It's stressful, tiring. How do you, how do you manage that? So, um, you know, but before I started consulting, you know, my consulting past is probably only four years. Before I started consulting, I had a real traditional job uh, working at uh, uh, Verizon Communications, which you may have heard of. Mm-hmm. And I worked there for 15 years and I learned a tremendous amount about business uh, during my time there. Uh, however, I was also working 12 and 13 hour days on a regular basis, weekends and holidays. Wow. So. Trans taking those weekends and holiday hours and those hours beyond eight 
and basically making a commitment to myself that I would slice out just enough for consulting uh, somewhere in the eight hour a day range and everything else that I had been giving to the corporation would then be given to my corporation. So it wasn't really a hard transition for me to make because I had already been doing it. And I'm sure many other people already doing this in their day jobs. Anyway, I just got disciplined and took the time that I was given to the corporations and applied it to my corporation. That's great. Yeah. I love that. That is awesome. So Kyle, within, within your definition of success then, and your, your focused eight hours a day, what is the one thing, the most important thing you can do or you do every day to achieve that success or to maintain that success? Uh, just, uh, just continue to learn. I'm always looking for opportunities to learn or improve. Uh, I think that's, that's probably the, the biggest thing. Um, I try not to rest on any particular um, uh, subject. You know, if it's, if it's if there's if there's something that's working properly, then I'm looking to improve it. If if I feel like it can't be improved any any further, then I'll look for something else to learn about and improve on. Uh, and you know, there was one other thing that I didn't mention from the last question in terms of how do I keep, um, how do I do all of these things at the same time? And yeah, <laughs> go ahead, fill that in, please do. Yeah, it's very very important. Um, it's it's not just me. Um, it's a combination of the team that I've put together over the over over time, and giving them processes or systems that they can uh, follow and use uh, in my absence, so that the business runs on autopilot as much as it can with very little involvement from me. So the amount of time that I am putting in now is very much focused on vision leading objectives um, and the day-to-day details are handled by by the, the great team that um, works for the company now so it's really it's not just me it's me and those guys and gals and I'm sure your team's grateful for the shout out so but I couldn't agree <laughs> with you more let me let me ask you what, what I think is kind of a Terra question uh, <laughs> you talk about one of the most important things that you can do to achieve success is continually learning. When you discover something within your own processes that isn't where it needs to be, the level of efficiency is wanting, or you think you can deliver a better quality, so you've learned, here's a problem. How do you go about studying and addressing? Where do you go to learn? Another good question. So uh, processes are, they're they're just like software. You know, um, they're always changing. Um, they grow, they should grow as your business grows. They should be changed as your business changes. So we, we keep them very lean. We keep them very agile. If, uh, we identify something that was working just fine yesterday and today, for whatever reason, it's no longer as efficient as it was, which is a very common thing. Um, we, we break the process down. We take a look at it. We, we do some analysis on it, determine, how it should be handled going forward, and we make the changes. Uh, I think there's a sort of a misconception about um, processes, and I've worked with a lot of developers. I still work with a lot of developers every day. 
And there's a perception that processes are stiff and rigid and, you know, they, they, they're very um, restrictive to uh, being flexible and being able to move, which is what a lot of developers like to be able to do. And that's just not true. Um, it, it can be true in some instances, but it, that's all driven by the leadership. If the leadership allows that to happen, that's on them. But pro- a process should be just as flexible as the code in a plugin or any other software application. When it needs to be changed, um, there's a, an exercise that everyone goes through um, as far as the software development cycle goes, you look at your requirements, you, you pivot, you make adjustments, you release new code. The process should follow the same exact principles. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we try to do. So along the same lines and talking about learning, um, one of the things that we hear a lot is that people rely a lot on the WordPress community and other communities to, uh, to learn about new processes, to learn about what's new business techniques, code, all those those types of things. So can you talk a little bit about your interaction up to now with the WordPress community, um, whether you've attended meetups or WordCamps or spoken at these types of things? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, so I kind of, you know, I mentioned before that I've, I've always used WordPress ever since 2.x. I don't want to date myself too bad here, but I really don't remember <laughs> That X, I remember that. And I, I just used it. I had no idea. But about three years ago, I started, uh, I was I was a part of an online community and uh, of entrepreneurs that were in, interested in building startup tech companies. And a recommendation was made that, hey, you know, WordPress is a great place to go. And the WordPress community is a great place to go and kind of, you know, cut your teeth and um, learn about the software business, the online software business. Uh, So I just started talking to people who were business owners already in that space. And that actually just began like a journey. Um, I found myself at a couple of conferences. Uh, There's a a business owners, uh, there's a conference for business owners in, um, I think it's held in Arizona called Pressnomics. And I, I attended that and got to meet people and know people. Uh, started spending a lot more time talking to people online that were in the community, hanging out in the repositories from time to time at .org, just looking at some of the challenges people were having. My focus was more on the customers that were using the products and not necessarily the developers. Uh, and they just gave me a real sense of <clears throat> some of the needs in the community kind of where the community was in terms of um, not just being an open source community that was growing, but this this constant of business that just won't stop, uh, the subject of business that just won't stop coming up in the WordPress community. Um, so, you know, from there, it's just, I've just gotten more and more and more involved. I've written a substantial amount of information on my blog about how to do certain things in WordPress. And um, prim- I like to focus on all the things that you can do in WordPress without paying the uh, large amounts of money for off-the-shelf products that do the same thing. But you never hear about the WordPress version of it. Just those kinds of things that can help people who may not have a budget or may be on a limited budget 
achieve some of the same uh, uh, things that they would if they were um, unfamiliar with the WordPress community. So Kyle, I, I love that last bit where you talked about you love to see people using WordPress in ways that are perhaps unconventional. Yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and put you on the spot because we haven't talked about this yet. Okay. What's been the most interesting or the most unique or the most, whoa, that's really cool. Uh, use of some kind of WordPress product feature plugin where it wasn't following what the plugin was originally designed for, but they, somebody took that plugin and did something really kind of unique and interesting with it. I've seen a lot of examples I've seen a lot of examples of that. Um, um, don't want to be selfish and mention something that we actually did <laughs> with. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we have a we have a a product. It's called WP Docs, and it, what it does essentially is it, it it leverages a lot of the functionality that's already in WordPress, and it turns it in. It allows you to turn WordPress into a knowledge base plugin or a knowledge-based application. Uh, and just like you would find with a, I'll use Zendesk as an example, because I think a lot of people know what Zendesk is, mm -hmm. Zendesk, or Help Desk, or Help Scout Docs. They both have this knowledge-based add-on or this knowledge-based component. And it just helps you build a knowledge base. Well, WordPress lends itself perfectly to that because it's all about categorizing and storing content. It's searchable. Um, your login, username, passwords, registration, all of that functionality is already there in WordPress. So it was very easy to add a few things here and there to turn it into this, this knowledge-based tool um, that's basically built on top of WordPress. Um, so that's that, just sounds, that sounds really great. We're going to send you our sponsorship package um, after the show. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Dara. Nice. So... Kyle, let me let me change gears on you just a little bit. And okay. You've 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 talked about your career. You've talked about building your own business. Uh, you've you've shared with us your definition of success and the one thing that one most single most important thing that you do every day to achieve and continue to achieve that success. Can you share a little bit about what might have been or what is your biggest challenge or what was your biggest challenge and how you address that or how you are currently working to address that? Um, so challenges, I think the biggest challenge that I'm having right now is actually time, you know, even, even with putting processes in place and people in place, there's just no substitute for time. Right. So there's, there's only so much that I can do um, as a founder during the limited number of hours that we have, um, in a day. Now, I am also, you know, I'm a father, I'm also a husband, so um, a significant amount of my time goes to family. I'm, I'm actually a very, I believe family is extremely important. Mm -hmm. uh, Agree. Yeah, right. So, and I didn't always, uh, I didn't always feel that way when I was early in my career. So, uh, a lot of my time goes to those, to, to family. So, um, you know after I've sliced the pie up, yeah. even with all of the systems in place and the processes and all of the good talk and motivational speeches, there's still only 24 hours in a day. So I think time is probably my biggest concern. And the way I'm addressing that is just continuing 
to to scale the business and grow the business and and repurpose the resources as they as they are made available to add more people to the team who can help uh, take on some of the tasks that um, I'm currently taking on. That's great. Kyle, can you tell us something not work-related about yourself? We know you have a family. <laughs> Is there anything anything unique? There isn't a anything hobby? not work-related about me. Just work. Gosh, that no. sounds familiar. Um, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> let me try. Not work-related. Uh... Well, I'm a big fan of movies. I love uh, the what Netflix and Amazon are doing as far as the independent films go. I think there's a lot of unique content out there. And I love to work with my hands uh, and build things and do carpentry work. Ah, that's great. One of the great things about movies I've discovered is that you can watch them while doing certain types of work so you can multitask yes absolutely <laughs> always back to the work always back to the work <laughs> task master that i am <laughs> so the binge, the binge netflix comes into play when you're you listen you work hard you have to play hard that's exactly right i do love to read um but a reading often takes me back towards uh work for whatever reason so that's why i didn't mention reading Kyle, let me ask you this. This is a kind of a question we like to, to put towards our, our our guests. As you look back uh, over the career and life and what have you, what is one piece of advice, the best piece of advice, whether it was personal, professional, or maybe a combination of both? What is the single biggest piece of advice that you ever received, followed, and got the most value from? Wow. So I talked to a lot of uh I talk to a lot of mentors and um, I'm always looking to talk to people who have have accomplished things that I want to accomplish. And uh, I've gotten a lot of good feedback. I think um, one thing that probably jumps out at at me the most when you ask me that question um, is to, you know, always, always keep your focus on your, objectives. Uh, there's going to be so many different things that happen. Um, I mean, just living a life where you're working nine to five and taking care of your family can be complicated enough, but, you know, trying to start a business and growing a business and running a business, it's brings on a whole another set of complications. So um, it's, it's very important to just keep your eye on what your objectives are uh, that way, the things, all of the noise that's going on around you will seem minor and temporary as long as you uh, maintain focus on um, on those objectives. Uh, and if I could throw two of them in there, another one just came to mind. Please do. Sure. Uh, it's a marathon. It's not a race. It's not yeah. a sprint. It's a marathon. Amen. It's going to happen tomorrow. may not happen next year. Uh, but it will happen as long as you, you 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 keep at it. That perspective, looking at things with that perspective, definitely helped uh, helped me put strategy. It just helped me think of things in, in a lot in a lot different manner than I had been, and it helped me with the strategy a lot. Yeah, it sounds like focusing on being patient when you're 
when you're in for the long haul is it's yes. hard to do, but it's important. That's great advice. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Kyle, it's been great to have you on the show. We're going to wrap it up. Um, we've loved hearing about what you're doing, what you've done, and wish you the best with your all the products that you're doing and your um, your support system. Where can where can where can people find you? So I blog over at KyleMBrown.com, K-Y-L-E-M, it's in Mango, Brown.com, and I'm at K-Y-L-M-Brown on Twitter. Great. Well, I'm sure people will look you up, and um, we've loved having you. Best wishes. Thanks, Kyle. Really appreciate you stopping by. Can I, can I say one more shout-out that I didn't mention earlier? <laughs> I think sure. you should. I spoke at – you asked me where I had spoken – I mentioned one conference, but I didn't mention the uh, WordPress DC meetup where I actually gave my first talk to a WordPress at a WordPress meetup uh, in February. That and, is awesome. Uh, definitely wanted to, 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 to mention that. Can't forget it. Great. Well, I hope to see you at more. Yes. That's a great group down there. <laughs> thanks for sharing that, Carl. Right. Thanks for your time. Great chatting with you. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great evening. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.